0: You are listening to Limcor's podcast, pushing the limits of innovation and productivity in business and daily life. So guys, um, tell me, what are we going to talk about?
1: I think we will talk about uh, toolboxing. We will talk about customer centricity. We will also talk about uh, the collaboration, cooperation topics when it comes to uh, creation of added value and the measurement of added value and also business models.
0: Yeah, the business models, which will summarize the, the use cases from the spot of Boston Dynamics, but not only. Uh, in general, mobile robotics um, use cases, how innovation can change your business, your customers. And at the end, there is a pretty nice question about wish list to Santa Claus. Stay tuned. Warm welcome in the next podcast episode today, together with me as Christian Schlicht, um, Anna Maletsky. And Kevin, have a look. Um, It will be interesting topic. But before we we say about what we are going to talk about, I think it makes sense that our guests introduce ourselves a little bit. We are having two guests from our uh, from from one of our customers uh, the, with which we are working on a common project with the spot from Boston Dynamics. The the com- the, the customer is ECE. And uh, Christian and Anna are playing cool roles there. Christian, would you like to say a couple of words? What what, what is your role at DCE and uh, about your person? Where are you from?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm a gentleman, so therefore I would like to um, introduce uh, Anna. So Anna is is my colleague from the DEA um, uh, department, and uh, therefore maybe uh, Anna, you can introduce yourself first before, and, and I will continue.
2: Thank you very much before. So, uh, yes, Anna Maletski, my name. I'm uh, from Hamburg and have been studying in Munich, Technical University, um, both Business Administration and Informatics. So that's my that's my educational background. And am now having a role at ECE in the Digital Innovations Unit, where we deal with different topics that all have in common digital and innovation, as the name says already. So that's, yeah, I'm currently working and give back my word to Christian.
1: Yeah. My name is Christian Slicht. I'm uh, 36 years old and um, from the academic background, I, I'm an industrial engineer and um, finished my my dissertation uh, this year. So um, now I'm completely finished with my, uh, with my studies. And um, yeah, I'm in charge of the real estate operations um, from a facility management and real estate perspective uh, with ECE for all the 200 shopping centers. And therefore there's a a lot to do so plenty plenty of stuff uh we we are handling and yeah um that's quite interesting in the current situation for instance cool.
0: uh b- before we dive deep in ece we also have kevin uh on the line uh kevin are you with us yes i am
3: and uh, thank you marek I uh, also was already there in the last episode, but a uh, brief catch up, I'm uh, working with one of the spot robots and uh, on implementation-wise and also also on building business cases. And uh, I'm very happy to be working together with ECE on all these topics. And uh, from my academic background, I studied robotics cognition intelligence at the Technical University in Munich. And uh, yes, that's it about me.
0: Yeah, cool. It's uh, cool having you again in the in the next uh, podcast episode. Um, we mentioned ECE a couple of times. You mentioned
1: shopping malls. Exactly. Christian, would you like to say something more? What is the business of ECE? Yeah, the business is we we are managing uh, shopping centers and also um, developing uh, commercial real estate. So we have two streams in our business model. So the one stream is the so-called development stream where we do projects and uh, plan and uh, build uh, new commercial buildings. Um, For for example, uh, the focus, the core is the shopping unit. And... um, but we also do developments uh, when it comes to um, yeah, hotels or residential, um, build-to-rent uh, facilities, uh, logistic, uh, logistics, uh, and so on. And that's the one stream. And the other stream is, uh, as I said, uh, the portfolio management. Uh, so we are managing 200 uh, shopping centers in uh, yeah, all over Europe. So the focus is the core market Germany, and then. Uh, uh, other thirteen, com- uh, 13 uh, countries uh, we are acting in, so um, quite quite interesting um, business model. So we are covering the whole life cycle of uh, real estate or of a facility, and uh, therefore we have experts uh, on every end of of the of the process.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's really interesting that that we met each other something around I think September two thousand nineteen it was I, I guess or August still, mm-hmm. um, on a pretty cool kickoff. I hope that it was it was cool for you. <laughs> for us, it was really great because of the uh, also cool building of yours um, and testing the the spot from Boston Dynamics uh, on site. Um, yeah, but I think we all know what we are working on. Maybe can any one of you tell, uh, for, for the audience, what, what are the use cases we're working on, um, um, um uh, with the spot for, for the, ECD, <laughs> for the, for the buildings you're managing?
1: Yeah, I, I, um, Step up. Um, um, I do a step back and um, uh, tell the audience uh, where we met for the first time. So we built up uh, um, um, a blockchain uh, case uh, with Reply, and uh, this was a very uh, successful project where we showed uh, how the real uh, how the uh, distributed ledger technology um, can be applied into the uh, real estate business. And out of this project, um, we have a, we had a follow up project, and that was a. Boston Dynamics spot, and um, I think we are still very curious um, how the robotics um, can be yeah create added value in the real estate operations, and um, we came up with a um, multiple use case approach. And uh, first, uh, yeah, we want to. use the AI and also the machine learning part of Spot um, and uh, cover the um, damage detection um, topic because we managing uh, very Big real estate, so there's uh, plenty of space uh, that we have to manage, and with the AI and also the machine learning um, uh, topics, we can uh, yeah check if if um, any snacks uh, in the building occur, and uh, therefore we can act um, yeah so more or less predictive. And um, the second use case is the intelligent maintenance part. So we. Um, Managing also, um, yeah, many technical equipment and diverse technical equipment uh, in in the shopping uh, mall and also in the um, in the uh, logistics part behind behind the mall, and therefore uh, all the um, responsibilities that we have to fulfill from an operator's perspective and needs to be covered and uh, so the spot um, helps us to, to check if all the equipments are in place and are um, inspected or checked uh, properly or mm-hmm. not. Uh, I think that's the, the, um, the interesting case. If not, then uh, we can do uh, a push message to, to our operators, uh, colleagues on site. And mm-hmm. that's, that's quite cool. And the third part, I think, that's uh, the Champions League part um, when yeah. it comes to the updating of the um, building-related information, uh, so the building information modeling topic. Yeah. So, w- w-
0: what is bil- what is a BIM exactly? What what does it help for? Because I think there's a second, second, second um, keyword: digital twin. Maybe then people understand a little bit more.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, the building information modeling or shortly BIM is the approach where we collect all the, um, related, the real estate related data in, in one, uh, in one source, uh, to, to make it a little bit easier to simplify it. And, um, we try to, um, yeah, collect as much as possible data, um, to, Yeah, um, feed feed this data lake or feed this source um, so that it uh, comes to one let let's say property file where all the relevant information over the lifecycle are stored, and um, that's the BIM. Or if it's um, in the in the in the next uh, evolution phase, it's the digital twin. Yeah. That is also one one approach we are covering with our multiple use case approach. Uh, going back to the second
3: use case, what would happen if you wouldn't uphold the government regulations or the uh, requirements of the stakeholders? Christian, how would that uh, influence you right now? I mean, it sounds like it's something serious. And uh, if you wouldn't uh, uphold it, you would have uh, consequences for your entire uh, your entire shopping center. Right.
1: Yeah that that's completely right so we we do have to fulfill 2800 um, regulations uh, for the real estate uh, operations in uh, when it comes to shopping centers. so there's uh, plenty of uh, uh, regulations that we have to monitor and to fulfill but um to to answer your question um right um it depends on the risk evaluation so We we do a scoring with our risk and said okay that's a high um, high risk um, measure for example and uh, therefore uh, we we need um, what uh, the impact behind is so uh, if we um, yeah if we uh, forget this uh, one regulation to fulfill then it has uh, it leads to the the fact that uh, something. will hit us from the penalty side, uh, let's say so, and uh, therefore we need um, to score and to evaluate our risk um, when it comes to this uh, regulation part.
0: So it means that you are probably having some daily, weekly, monthly Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) routine.
1: Yeah, that's right. right? And uh, it starts with the commissioning, um, the daily commissioning. So before we open the shopping center, we need to do uh, several inspection routines uh, to check the doors, Mm -hmm. uh, to check the escalators, to check the elevators and and so on. And... um, Yeah, that that is uh, daily business for us, for sure, and um, that uh, needs to be also documented very properly because uh, In normal days and normal times, we we do have one hundred fifty thousand customers in our shopping center. And uh, therefore, the the security part is uh, very high rated in our operations. So um, all the responsibilities uh, from from the real estate operations um, are covered by us um, because the investor um, transfer this duty to to ECE. And um, yeah, uh, that's the that's the reason why, um, why the inspection and the intelligent maintenance is uh, so, so important for us. So basically these regulations are for
3: ensuring that nothing happens to the customers. Right. Basically.
1: Yeah, to the customers, also to our uh, um, to our tenants. So all the tenants that are located in our shopping center. And last not least, it's uh, very important that we uh, keep the safety health and safety regulations for our own staff. And um, that's a combination uh, of of, uh, the different stakeholder uh, groups that uh, are covered by our real estate operations. Got it.
0: So basically, for such a use case, it's uh, not only having the robot in place and you are good to go, you simply need some integration layer where you Integrate the data you are collecting with the spot, with any processes you have on the site or how you automatically document, for example, these automatical routines. And this is where where, where we can uh, come with play because Boston Dynamics, in in that case, is delivering a very cool hardware uh, in in form of a spot from Boston Dynamics. And our role as a reply, as a cluster reply, is to integrate this uh, this robot into your in, in your environment, into your systems, into your infrastructure. And uh, using, for example, uh, ready building blocks. What because we as a class reply, we we basically, and me personally also as a Microsoft MVP in data platform, <laughs> we are Microsoft geeks <laughs> and we are very Microsoft committed. So we we love to use um, the infrastructure which Microsoft delivers, the, the Azure components and so on. I will dig dive to it in 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 very very shortly. But before this, um, I think we 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 all also agree that. Um, having the, the spot which is doing those daily routines or maybe routines we can do indeed in a daily or weekly basis more often, um, where you mentioned before about such use, some use cases, we are talking about digital twin, um, where you do have... Um, a scan of the whole building, but it's not updated on a daily
1: manner, but in
0: some interior. Yeah, that's right. right.
1: Because in our, um, shopping center, there's, uh, yeah, there's, uh, a lot of movement, a lot of, uh, yeah, um, motion in, in, within the building. So, uh, we, we do have, um, terminating, um, real estate, also, uh, leasing contracts, for example. And, um, then we, yeah, combine shops together or split them uh, for for instance, and mm-hmm. um, then we have uh, within the mall uh, s- several activities where we do product launches from, for example, for Tesla or from um, Apple and, and so on. Uh, so therefore, we have uh, yeah um, a lot of effort to keep the uh, building model updated and. Uh, that's the perfect mm-hmm. fit when we have a mobile IoT device like the Spot uh, that can, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do it um, parallel to to um, the the daily routines. Yeah, so that was also the case to to um, combine it within the multiple use case approach. In our case. Yeah,
0: and basically, yeah, scan the whole building on on another matter. Yeah, and you can having, for example, a travel time feature where you can um, compare at what time which. um, customer was renting um a, a place or not that's really cool but exactly I, i'm really curious about your perception of the spot you remember um can, can you t- tell us what were your actually expectations or your imagination um about uh, the spot before it came to you it was like a week or two weeks before we're in planning the the kickoff we were planning to come to you and then there was that d day we came to you we opened the box we moved around with this spot, how did it feel for you? Was the expectations exactly the same, or did you feel something um, different? Anna, how was how was it about I you? I mean,
2: yes, this unboxing moment was really curiosity. But uh, well, I mean, from my perspective, in the public, we often tend to yeah talk more about the threats and uh, and so on that humanity could face due to the implementation of artificial intelligence robots uh, and so on it's it's less it's less that that positive impact that both could bring to the world. And um, that's why I'm very happy to be part of the project we are currently working on, because we can now show the strengths and the value that robots can bring to our business, for example, to improve decision making, um, but not to replace it. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we now see, that robotics can be used for so many areas and use cases that Christian uh, talked about before. And that's amazing. And I'm curious what comes next.
0: Yeah, but, but, but what were you feeling about the, the device itself, the spot, you know, like looking like a, it dog. Like it a dog? It looks like a dog and
2: everyone talks about it's a dog, you know, uh, he's walking around and I mean, you can you can tell him, please do some dance dance for us check check what's going on on the floor in in the rooms uh i mean we we have tried the the spot out uh, the first time in our office in in hamburg in the headquarter and it was i mean yeah everyone was was amazed by by this dog walking around and yeah it's 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 you know it's it's something very special it's Uh, something very unusual to to be able to test this and um, that's what makes it very very much fun to to be able to work on that project
3: what I really loved is when we went into the... Because first, when we were on site, we did a lot of uh, uh, going around in the parking garage, in the underground of the shopping malls that's not accessible to the public. But then we also took a so- short uh, glimpse into the actual shopping mall of the, of the spot and uh, how the people reacted while seeing that. I think it was extremely interesting and funny because it is like every person walks past it or uh, sees the spot in the field of view, then stops, turns around, and stares <laughs> for a second. And it's like this it happens to so many people because I guess it's just something completely new, something completely unexpected. And uh, I just love that mm-hmm. uh, uh, how the uh, from technology a, From a
2: positive perspective, I would say. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't see anyone staring at the spot in a negative way you know like oh my god i'm scared uh it it was more the other way around from from my perspective i would say
1: yeah something new right it it, it felt like christmas to be honest i was a little bit um, um yeah not a little bit i was very curious because um i saw several youtube videos i um i did the research and and uh, checked uh, several um articles and and uh, um stuff like that and um when when kevin unboxed uh, the spot um the spot uh, laid on the on the back and moved um autonomously uh, to, um onto the feet and that that was uh, very um, impressive uh, because then you can see or that was the the evidence that is uh, autonomous and um, and also um, the smooth motions and the smooth um, way the spot is is, uh, walking um, impressed me because i thought robots is like uh like you know the robots from former time so it's like robot dance and uh, so it's very um staccato like and uh, that was so smooth and so yeah um cool to see and uh, that was um that, that were my my first impressions uh, regarding spot
2: I mean, in, in addition, it's it's yeah. as you said, Marek. It's it's the size of a dog, so that's maybe something that also helps to, yeah, have have less negative uh, negative thoughts about robots and robotics itself, because you have this like it's it's not that that tall, and um, yeah, you can sort of interact as a human being with with this robot, and yeah. yeah a great in a great way
0: yeah yeah and it's um, for me personally it's a it's it's another platform you know um it's uh, the robot itself is when we talk about um, solutions what you can do with this robot right you're not buying a robot as a company just having the robot to dance for you Maybe depending from the use case, I don't know. I don't know. every company. Maybe there will really, be some CEO would, would, would buy buy spot for, for this entertainment purposes. But I think that the main reason is why why the customers are deciding to to using robots in general, um, on their premises is having actually sometimes even existing IoT or AI solutions, you know, but um, having them in the move, you know, having them um, not static, not local, um. For example, you can you can have um, object detection scenarios where you, for example, or damage detection scenarios where you make a photo as a human with your with your normal camera, then you upload this this photo somewhere and then you evaluate okay where the damage or not and do the further process. It's fine, cool, right? But uh, having a robot, you actually. Can automate this process more easily and maybe at the same time uh, gather more data. So not only the, the the image itself, but maybe also the temperature, the humidity, and um, the, the thermal uh, camera. So more more sem- more inputs at the same time as a single human would do, right? Um, and this is also really cool um, when when working with with Microsoft um, as yeah as a reply uh, and and our commitment to Microsoft, it's really cool having, you know, this this Azure platform where you have so many ready building blocks. You know, you have, for example, um, IoT Hub, IoT Edge, where you simply connect these IoT devices. It's, the robot itself is another IoT device, right? Um, or using existing cognitive services, like, for example... Um, Custom vision is also part of it, right? Where you uh, simply upload the images there and uh, very easily um, label the data to label the, the 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 damages, and then simply click the button, train the model, and for the very first POC scenarios, uh, you actually can can start working with this, right? And you don't have very very high upfront costs to to start um, even trying out new stuff, right? Or even implementing um additional um, additional uh, use cases and additional components like for example having the ai builder right and and also using the cognitive services other services like for example i don't know um speech to text service or text to speech service right we've seen for example on the youtube um the spot in the hospital during because of corona pandemics where he was approaching the patients and had a tablet mm. in front of it Tablet has, um, of course, speakers, microphones. So what you can do, you can even uh, actually interact with the robot by simply having the robot, the commands as, as, as a text and he's talking with you with text, he's understanding your speech being translated from speech to text. And this is what robot, robot is saying, is translating the text to speech. And to do it, you actually... Turn on two two APIs from Microsoft Speech to Text Service, one API, Text to Speech Service, second API. You're good to go. And this is what is really what is really fancy and, and sexy about um, working um, on, on the enterprise solutions and um, using uh, those those building blocks which which Microsoft um provides you. Of course, not everything is is is, um, is there. There are a lot of components which you have to customize depending on the use case and the customer and build a couple <clears throat> custom stuff. <clears throat> but you definitely not start from scratch. I mean it's
3: definitely right. a very interesting, very good platform for development. Um I think <laughs> with all the things that I added from time to time, uh we you are we are always looking forward to Detect and uh, find new building blocks for that. Um, I really love it. Got to say that.
0: But Regarding working together, Christian, Anna, actually, w- we are still working on the project. The project is not done yet, right? <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a story, it's a journey which we started some some time ago. Um, we we have couple sprints um, still ahead. We have couple sprints done so far. Um, how, how do you feel uh, as a team what, what are your takeaways from from the sprints we, we, we we've made so far
1: so Anna please please start and <laughs> okay. I will I will add I will add <laughs> I,
2: yes of course um, so at the very beginning we started by prioritizing our use case ideas uh, together in the team and decided for for the one we are currently working on um, and so that's that's what we always try to 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 interact and to to act as a team to find the best solution um that we can deal with first uh from the business perspective means ece and from the technical uh, integrational implementation perspective uh that you guys from from cluster reply are working on and um i would say from my perspective that's one of the main takeaways that Innovation is something that more and more comes uh, together with uh, cooperation between different companies uh, who all bring their strengths together uh, to build something new. And uh, that's, that's one of my main takeaways from the project. And I'm very happy to be to be here with you guys and uh, I'm, I'm very looking forward to to the beginning of the next year and the end of the POC and maybe the beginning of something that comes after I'm not able to tell more about it at the moment
1: <laughs> so I think the, the interesting um, F, um, aspect and in, in our our um, Approach was uh, that also the um, the combination of marketing-related topics and also the real estate operations can be very uh, yeah um, very uh, that can be very good combination um, because the spot is such a magnet for for the customers yeah and therefore we can combine um, the attractiveness of the of the spot, um, also to do advertisement and marketing. And that's that's the one part. And the other part is uh, it's so fruitful to to work with you guys uh, because um, uh, we we shared expertise, I think ECE is very, um, very good uh, uh, company when it comes to um real estate operations also development and and uh, yeah the the expertise uh, in the in the real estate industry and uh, you um bring all the relevant it related uh, uh topics and, and uh, experts together. And I think that's a very cool combination. Also, um, the fact that uh, our network, when we map our network or do the matching uh, out of our uh, network, uh, it's very, very cool because, uh, you have very, um, or you have many uh, customers, um, that, um, yeah, had shown uh, or who had shown that uh, Spot is very uh, easy to to implement in the in the operations, and also our network is um, it's good when it comes to the plan planning and uh, constructing part. And when we see the whole uh, value chain in the real estate business, so that's uh, development. It's also the, um, the the build phase, and we need this data uh, also in the real estate operations. Uh, so therefore we can combine it. And, uh, I think then, then it makes uh, totally sense to, to cooperate and collaborate in this.
0: It's very interesting because I exactly know about what companies <laughs> you're talking about <laughs> Not <to> because <laughs> but indeed, I think it is a really cool, cool part in, 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 in business today. Uh, I think that uh, this is this is really cool. What what many companies also understand that together they when they uh, um, they they join forces and sometimes th- there's some s- different combinations how 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 different alliances or partnerships with different companies can really work out and give really symbiotic symbiotic for everyone and win, win situation. Um, I think it's really cool having having this mindset where 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 the companies are giving their assets um, for working together on the joint solution, which will have for all parties uh, on the table, right? Um, And sometimes even um, giving a lower cost on this, or maybe sometimes even no cost. For example, providing and having the data you mentioned before, Christian, right? (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. and I think it's all about the toolboxing, so everyone can pick uh, the right uh, uh, tool out of the box uh, and it's developed yeah uh, or more or less developed and uh, only needs to be customized uh, uh, on the on the um, yeah and when it comes to the to the business model so um yeah that's that's also quite cool from my from my perspective
0: yeah, this is this is something what, what is actually how business is done. This is actually how reply is built, because in reply you also have this different entities. You have triple sense reply, you have uh, Cisco Prime reply, we have Valora reply, have Microsoft reply, Go reply. Every single reply entity has different focus, right? Um, same here, you have also different companies, ECE and Okay, I cannot name this com- this name of this company. Uh, and they're exactly, they're they having different different focus. Our companies, replay companies, one of them, they're go, Google uh, Cloud experts. Other guys, they're only experts in UI and UX design. We are experts in Microsoft, right? And exactly here in, in business, right? You have different expertises. You have different domain knowledge you have. And especially in the AI context, I think the, the main no- domain knowledge is this what you sometimes even cannot really... It, it, otherwise, it is very expensive, right? Um, but you mentioned also, Christian, about um, the marketing. I, I think that's really cool. You, you, you mentioned that we, we we made pretty cool, how to say, um, boom or, or sound around the solution. Um, we recorded really cool Mm -hmm. video, thanks to to also other company you are uh, collaborating with, which we are helping you on in your marketing campaigns at ECE, uh, different shopping malls. And you remember that we hit pretty high numbers of, of views. Uh, I don't remember the, the numbers. Can you can you uh, remind me what was the numbers and where was the videos? Um, uh, where was the video shown and where people can find the video with our So use we case? did
1: a parallel a so-called marketing strategy um, for our project and um, our social media team and also um, uh, with the help of, of Anna and and uh, Dana as well as Kira. Um, we did a very cool um, video, as you mentioned, and we posted on the, um, on the common, uh, social media, um, channels and on, I think it was Instagram, uh, the, LinkedIn. the, video, sorry, LinkedIn. Yeah. And also on Instagram, uh, we hit, um, the, I think 300,000 view, uh, um, yeah, mark. So let's say so or it's more or less 300,000 views. And I think that's that's a very good good record a good track record and a very high score. So therefore, we also uh, combine the marketing perspective uh, with our um, with our project.
2: And of course we had some very positive feedback and comments on on that video and and posting so people people told us that they are very curious and uh, look forward what comes next so what we did in this in this video is to show what we are currently working on but not to unbox the solution itself so that's something that is going to come at the beginning of the next year So, uh, yeah, that's, that's something I can, can tell you from the moment, stay curious and we will tell you more about what we currently are building and hopefully we'll, will be able to, to, to end in the next year.
0: Cool. I remember we planned also one interesting marketing uh, activity in one of shopping malls um on-site but uh, we didn't have a lot of luck because of corona pandemic um yeah but I hope we
1: we can still do it when 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 it comes down uh, hopefully hopefully we we are crossing fingers and yeah there was I think the 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 event was totally organized uh, by dana and her, her colleagues uh, and unfortunately it it was uh, cancelled due to the current situation yeah uh.
0: Re- regarding the current situation i will come back to this in, in, in very shortly but before this i think um many 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 people are are thinking robots you know this is uh, a so big pool of topics actually and this what we are talking about is actually not whole industrial robots but mobile robotics and in case of mobile robotics there are also two different um Types of robots, AGVs and the AMRs. Kevin, you studied actually robotics. I think you you are the the the, the best person here to answer this question and and to, to elaborate. What is the difference actually between AGVs and AMRs, and what are the shortcuts uh, so from? Basically, AGVs are automated
3: guided vehicles. You can imagine that if you have been at some uh, tour of uh, of a production site, maybe BMW or Audi or somewhere else, right? there uh, will be predefined paths or lines for the robots where they drive and deliver goods from one point to another point for example and uh, so there's an existing mm. existing infrastructure in some form that guides the robot and the newer pro or newer kind of robots that are arising or rising up right now not in a bad way but uh, the number is increasing i think uh in the next couple of years, there should be more AMRs and AGVs on uh, in use, anyways. So these are autonomous mobile robots. So they handle navigation themselves and don't need basically mm-hmm. the the existing infrastructure. So a lot of more intelligence on the robot and uh, less manipulation in the of the environment in order to use the robot.
0: I think that's a really cool case that you don't have to pay a lot upfront costs for building up the infrastructure itself, for having the, the, the mobile robots in, in place in, in, in your facility, in your industry or anything. And I think that that's the biggest benefit of uh, mobile robots, like Spot Promotion yeah. Dynamics. And example, I mean, right? the if you have an um, autonomous
3: mobile robot, it's possible to give the robot a new task without human interaction. So you could basically post a task through the cloud to the robot, and he could do it. And uh, it, it would be not bounded mm-hmm. by the existing navigation infrastructure. So you have a lot of more flexibility for mm. uh, everything to do with the robot, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, for the use case, what we are working for for ECE um, together with Christian and Anna, uh, we are also, of course, doing some research in general about mobile robotics in, 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 in the market. Um, and I think we 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 have pretty cool quotes and pretty cool uh, papers, Kevin founded, about the trends of the mobile robotics. Uh, what was going to to expand in the future? Do, do you remember? You didn't have to say the exact numbers, maybe because there are different papers, but uh, there are pretty interesting trends there. Yeah, I mean, uh, the
3: valuation of the market within the next ten years should increased tenfold so uh we're talking here about very very large numbers and let's see if it actually happens uh if yes uh we'll have probably around eight million new mobile robots uh, per year in 10 years and uh i think that's a very good rate and uh, let's
0: see what we can do with that but regarding this rate, what is in ex- extremely interesting is from this eight million robots, because we both <laughs> read the same papers, six of them will be AMRs, so similar export. And this is the trend now, having less infrastructure and uh, starting as fast as possible. Yeah. Um, regarding the mobile robotics and use cases in general, I think um, in, there are multiple different different use cases. but what is your perception of, of possible use cases? I re- Let's forget shortly the, the use case at ECE or maybe um, I, will, I will ask about this shortly. but what do you see in general and for worldwide where mobile robotics are actually good fit? who is this question directed to right now <laughs> i mean
3: um more robotics you can apply it applied in nearly every field right there is no real limits there are uh, in the medical sector in the what i'm actually for example right what i'm actually excited about is also the use cases in the in the care of elderly people um so because uh, Mm-hmm. Every time you hear in the news, there are not enough people who are uh, who are filling up these, these jobs. And if you can take the workload of these people and let them focus on the more human tasks of so interacting with the residents, uh, that will be a huge change and I think uh, will help our society a lot.
2: From our project perspective, as I told you, before we had this brainstorming session and uh, what what I felt is that the more you you think about potential use cases and the more you learn about what a robot can actually do in in terms of use cases the more additional ideas come come together and and uh, that's that's maybe something in general that can be that can be told as a learning that uh, you really need to start to, to work with robots to learn what can they do? How can they serve some, some problems you currently have and from there to, to have this additional next steps and more projects, more ideas and so on. So it's, 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 it's more about to, to, get into usage of robots and and the rest will will obviously come after all
3: mm-hmm. yeah i think i collected i think okay, i collected so a slide deck uh during the last uh, few months with around like 50 different use cases and uh every week I, g- I get more of it pop up and uh you're completely right Anna. it's like the more you think about it the more you see where you can actually use the robots <laughs>
2: And it's also about mm. who you talk to. Mm. I mean, are you talking to someone with a technical background? Are you talking to someone with a business background from, from which, which perspective in, in general? So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, very, very special to, to maybe talk to someone, uh, like the technical manager from, from our business. So the technical manager is conducting all the maintenance and technical stuff in the shopping center itself and makes a huge difference than to talk to maybe a chemist or someone who's who's working in the automotive industry or i don't know that's that's really the the difference uh, in in the development of the use cases
0: one of the most important parts in mobile robotics is, in in general, in in any IT project, is does it bring me value? Does it bring me a benefit? Uh, If not, then, you know, and Christian can you remind can you remind us because we were talking about this in in september actually uh, during the the brainstorming session why we also chose uh, the the damage detection mm-hmm. use case as the one of the first to our pots what, what is the business behind why is it
1: is it, is it, is it, is it important to 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 having it in place mm-hmm. uh, maybe i can start with a, a, a remark so my my neighbor was um, testing his uh, leaf vacuum cleaner at the moment that was the reason why i muted my, my microphone and uh <laughs> i'm not quite sure if the the value of vacuum leaf cleaners uh, is is um, is a good thing or a bad thing I, I have no clue so and if there is a business model behind yes there is because unfortunately everyone has a, a leaf vacuum cleaner uh, that makes uh, makes noise like hell so um sorry <laughs> for that little interruption um yeah so um the, the, the question was um when we started our our project um um that that shouldn't be a one-hit wonder so we we try to do a business uh, we try to to build up a business model behind and um um and i think What we did first was uh, to to understand how we can create uh, added value for our stakeholders and um, a big uh, added value or big value for our uh, investor is um, that he uh, knows when um, CapEx measures needs to be done. And um, with the damage detection um, uh, use case, um, we. we save time, we save time and, uh, we can do a predictive uh, management of, of the construct, uh, construction, uh, of the, for example, the parking lot. So if the parking lot is, um, yeah, um, is, um, is broken, then it's, uh, then it has, <laughs> um, different, um, impacts on, for example, the, the customer that, uh, uh, who can't park uh, at the favorite parking lot, and uh, also the investor is uh, very uh, angry about uh, such a situation or uh, such a scenario because um, the the income from the parking uh, fees is uh, yeah disrupted or is um, is broken, and um, and therefore mm-hmm. um, this use case has a very high value for for uh, two stakeholder groups or even three. Or even for yeah. when we um, add ECE as an operator uh, um, into this um, perception. So therefore, that was our first um, first um, yeah understanding how we can do um, yeah, a creation of added value and also um, um, can can build up a, a business model behind so that it makes sense to to um, yeah install uh, the the spot robotics into the real estate operations.
0: Yeah, I really was impressed when when you were talking about this, this, this additional dimensions, what does it bring for you? Because for me, the very first step was thinking, pretty simply like oh when you detect damages uh, shortly and in and, and, and very fast and the repair of this will cost you much less than it will the hole will be bigger right um, but i was really impressed when, when you were having this this extra knowledge about your business because you know your business the, the best how this also um, uh, reflects uh, to to other stakeholders to, to to other stream that was really also a cool lesson for me as well um we are talking about very innovative topic we are talking about spot from Boston Dynamics uh, which is available on the commercial market since very very short time Um, but what is your perception of innovation innovation technologies innovation projects innovation business models on the German market
2: from from my from my perspective, when I when I look in, at the at the business at the business side, um, I mean I'm currently working in a business unit which is called digital innovation. So what we currently do is to try things out, um, do projects, um, test ideas. So that's the the fail fast approach and and try try to identify new business ideas that really serve the customer needs that we do have. So so what Christian already told is that we do have several customer groups that we need to serve from the investor's perspective, the retailer side, the end customer perspective, and also our own perspective as the operator. And the more we try out, the the more we will be able to identify those ideas and, and products that can help to 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 make our business model more innovative and to transform it into the, the new lives. And, um, yeah, that's, that's what I, what I could, could, uh, say to this.
3: Mm-hmm. I also think there are a lot of companies that are actually doing a lot in this direction. But if you're look, looking at the German uh, Mittelstand, right, uh, some uh, car, uh, car suppliers and so on, they're not digitalized at all yet, and they don't. Uh, they don't, Many people don't understand yet that all this digital know-how is also a piece of uh, a piece of the business and uh, will actually advance the business model a lot. And uh, so I think there's still a lot of untapped potential uh, for many companies. Mm
1: -hmm. Christian, I think you also started to say something. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, no worries. I think it, it depends on the um, level of maturity of the company. So uh, um, I think in our case, it was very useful to analyze all the relevant uh, processes in our uh, business model and then ask ourselves, is um, this process um, creating an added value or um, for our stakeholder? Um, Groups uh, or or not, and if not, then uh, please stop it immediately uh, because then you can save time, effort, and uh, money, and uh, also, um, uh, yeah, uh, also um, yeah, the the, the um, time to to. Uh, or to focus on the customer, and uh, so it's about processes, it's about uh, knowing uh, what's what's going on in the market. So we do the screening on the prop tech side and also on the um, business model side, and ask ourselves if if uh, this service um, we are serving uh, is um, yeah. Um, is um, in the in the focus of our customer or not or can create um, attractiveness or not and um, therefore um, from my perspective the innovation uh, is depending with the level of the maturity of the company and uh, uh, also the current situation showed uh, that we need to be very creative um, when uh, the requirements and also the um, the environment is changing and uh, that's uh, i think um, despite all the negative topics that's a very good uh, topic uh, out of the the current situation um yeah from my perspective
0: yeah i, I think it's it, you mean i mean the pandemic right that it, it boosts some processes i think from my perspective germany in general in in my perception because i live in germany since 10 years now um and maybe it's 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 a it's a cliche maybe not i don't know it's I think that Germans are, and the customers which I'm working on uh, right now and different projects. I think that the, the German engineers are very, very good in optimizing stuff. They are very good in building a process and then optimizing up to the very last millisecond that it will be perfect. Uh, what sometimes I really am very, how to say, um, jealous about the mindset of of many. People from California, I mean, Silicon Valley, where they are really very open-minded on trying some new stuff, new disruptive technologies, disruptive business models. This is something what, Christian, you actually, from some time ago, you you impressed me a lot, saying, uh, hey, actually, about the innovation is not only about... having innovation technology to, uh, adjust our business processes and to, for example, lower the costs of, of something in our own in company. But what is, what was more interesting for me, this is, this is I'm, I'm playing the ball a- again to you, Christian, and uh, thinking in the direction of the customer and being innovative for the customer to, to improve our products or generate a new product for the customer to make the customer happy. Because at the end, the customers Happy customers are, are making our business
1: um, profitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And um, the, that's um, when you when you break it down very on and you simplify it, uh, it's very easy to to have a look on the on the value chain. So who is paying your uh, your salary? And then the question is, how can I serve um, the the one that is paying my salary in the best possible way? And uh, and our uh, business model, it's. Uh, it's a multi-complex system because we have different stakeholder groups and different. Um, uh, yeah. So it's a yeah, more or less a, a field of tension because the interests are not, um, correlating in the, in the, in the same direction. Uh, and, um, so therefore uh, we need to balance uh, this, this field. And, uh, yeah, so that is, um, Quite easy uh, to to have a look on the value chain and then say, okay, um, Marek, uh, show me your toolbox and I uh, pick up uh, and I pick the tools um, to to relieve my pains or the pains of of our customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Um, and how actually, yeah, would you like to say something about it or or should we skip this question, (laughs) Christian? How how actually pandemic um, affected your business? How, how, how what, what, what was changing in, 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 your business?
1: Yeah. in our business, um, I think that the retail business, um, is uh, always in transition uh, over the last years, decades, and and uh, hundreds of years, um, because everything, uh, every new innovation, uh, also uh, had an impact uh, on the on the retail business. And as you know all best, um, also the customer behavior was changing over time due to the online and offline um, uh, commerce, and therefore um, that has also that had also an impact on on our business. So um, we try to increase the attractiveness of our shopping malls um, um, with the um, help of of new service concepts and uh, also the digital mall, for example, where we uh, where we uh, bridge the gap between the online and the offline um, commerce, and also with entertainment uh, services and and uh, yeah, plenty, uh, uh, plenty more, and. so due to corona and due to the lockdown uh our our um retail business was completely tackled uh due to due to the um yeah shutdown and um but when it comes to the facility and real estate operations, it doesn't matter if one store is open uh, like a grocery store or like a, a drugstore or even 200 uh, shops. So you need uh, the the electricity, you need the cleaning, you need also um, our topics. We covered uh, uh, in the, the um, beginning of the podcast uh, with the operator's duties and, and stuff like that, the health and safety issues and topics. So therefore, it doesn't matter for um, for our department um, if the uh, shopping mall uh, is running with one tenant or with 200 for example so therefore uh, we are on the, we are in the spotlight uh, to <laughs> let, let's say so and uh, yeah. we are keeping the the operations uh, on a proper and higher level cool
0: I think we are just about to, to close our spot cast at <laughs> the next episode um, and I would like to round it up with a final question. Uh, like, you know, Christmas is coming. Uh, people are writing wishes to the Santa Claus. <laughs> if you had uh, this, um, uh, this option to, to write uh, such a wishes uh, to companies like Boston Dynamics or Microsoft or even Ads Reply, uh, wh- what would it be a wish for, for the next months, next years
1: from you? So keep going with the development of, of robotics, because that's uh, yeah that uh, makes our our life easier. And then we can save the time and spend uh, this time uh, focusing on our customers and our beloved ones.
2: Yeah. Further, maybe to add further support comp- uh, companies, especially those uh, who have a maybe more mature business model in being brave, try new things out and, um, yeah, stay, staying curious uh, to, to, yeah, to develop further.
0: Kevin, what are your wishes?
3: <laughs> On my wish, list, the robotic arm from Boston Dynamics, <laughs> uh, from Spot, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's a d- d- bit different direction, but we'll probably also receive it in the beginning of next year. So uh, it might actually be fulfilled sooner than, than expected.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a cool uh, Christmas gift, but it will be in April of the yeah. <laughs> Um From my perspective, uh, my wish list is to having more and more customers like you, um, to have such a great relationship with you, Chris and Anna, um, to having customers who really think with, who are um, willing to, to innovate, who are really thinking fast, who are really thinking also in this fast mindset. Um and uh, this, this mindset of collaborating together with other parties like Boston Dynamics, like Microsoft, um, or other customers you are also mentioning before, Christian. And also uh, my wish list for for the replay itself, uh, I would like to have more colleagues like Kevin. <laughs> it really makes fun working with, with uh, such talented people like Kevin. Um, so yeah thank you very much for your time and uh yeah see you next time maybe in the next episode you are listening to limcourse podcast pushing the limits of innovation and productivity in business and daily life